What's up gamers, 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 gamers. It has been a while, but welcome to episode 44 of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. I am the Commissioner Glenn Gordon, and with me of course is the most racially diverse gaming cast on the internet today, starting with Mr. Ben Shillabeer Hall. How are you, Ben? I'm pretty good, thank you. And you? I'm actually pretty excited. Guess what? Uh, what? I graduate in three days. Wait, no. congratulations. Two days. Two days. Wait, it's, it's, it's moving faster it's than you expect. Than expect. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited. Uh, how's gaming been treating you, sir? Oh, it's been very good. Um, I've, I've, I've been playing at the Pokemons and um, a lot of Destiny. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised on that Destiny. I mean, it's been... Uh, the new expansion's out. <laughs> uh, I hate... Don't, don't call it that, please. No? No. Well, no, it, it's so small, and it, my idea an expansion is like another like ten hours of content. Oh sure, now it's just like here, have a couple more missions and some weapons and stuff. Yeah, I beat the story DLC missions in about forty-five minutes. Oh man, I haven't even bothered them yet. Like we we started in one, my friend and I, and we just got swarmed by all these wizards and thrall and stuff, and we were just like, eh, maybe we need a bigger group. Well, uh, I'm level 31 now, so that helps. Yeah, 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 the new levels, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I uh, did the raid, I tried to do the raid last night with a few friends. Mm. How'd it go? Uh, we got to the final boss. Wow. Um, but, but then we all kept dying and we decided to take a break. Right, right. Uh, but I, I was the only one that was unlucky. Everyone else got called looking new armor. Mm-hmm. I got shards. Oh. That was all I got from every chest. I really want, um, actually, I, I want to cut this off because we'll talk about yeah. it later, but I really want Atheon's epilogue because I have the exotic bounty for Thorn, and Atheon's oh. epilogue is a primary assault rifle that does void damage, so that yeah, would be perfect. Amazing. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about Destiny in just a bit. Um, also with us is KGB Gary. Hello. Hello. How are you? You are, from, you are from Russia. Say hello with authority. Hello! There we go. It's like KGB Gary, and you're like, hello. Uh, <laughs> how's gaming treating you, sir? Uh, gaming has been treating me pretty well, but also pretty frustrating. Yeah? Yeah. How so? What's going on? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to get the Platinum Trophy in Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, I got that game. I've played like half an hour of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, school's kicking my butt, but it, it seems amazing. Oh, it is amazing, but Nightmare difficulty is just ridiculous. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm not touching I can't beat the game on Nightmare, and I, I, I really picked the wrong class to do it at. <laughs> Which class? Uh, I picked the dual-wielding rogue. Oh, uh, yeah. That would uh, well, it, it was bad. It, it's, all, it's incredibly easy for me now. Once you've unlocked the assassin specialization, it, it becomes a lot easier, but... Beforehand, it it was I was like I give up. I'm switching my class, which is what I did. <laughs> I was debating between going with the rogue and the mage, and I ended up going with the mage. And of mm -hmm. course, I'm wondering what I'm missing, so I might just go back and make another character right away. Oh, definitely. I I plan to beat it again one more time as a warrior for my third. How many third. hours have you put into it? Uh, a hundred and seventy something hours. Good night. Combined between the two playthroughs. It's a lot of time, man. 
Uh, it's addicting, man. I'm I love that game. I really do. Like I haven't been bored of it at all. My um, my local GameStop down in Orlando has a, a really awesome team of staff. I love them there. And when I pointed out Dragon Age Inquisition, he said to me, and I quote, "That game is a soul sucking demon." Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Good luck That's to you, good. sir. And to me, I'm, I'm about to dive into that as soon as I'm done with school here. It actually makes me sad they didn't even make the MPDs. Mm. Yeah, it didn't. It, well, no, it's not surprising considering all the other games that were out. Which is a shame because all those other games... I remember in a, in a recent... Well, I say recent with tongue-in-cheek, tongue but in a previous episode we were talking about that, we were saying Dragon Age will probably get the shaft compared to these other games. Um, makes me want to punch something. <laughs> no, don't do it, Gary. Um, anyway guys we do have tweets but before we have tweets we have information Um, if you're following us on Twitter you've probably heard that there are changes as far as racial diversity gaming hour is concerned Um, over Thanksgiving break I was informed that um, basically RDGH could no longer be published on PlayStation Universe and before you get upset with PlayStation Universe um, you should know that PlayStation Universe is a PlayStation site. Um, it's a uh, news-based organization that publishes information about PlayStation. And the fact of the matter is, I, as much as they love to have an RDGH around, RDGH just isn't about PlayStation. It's about, like, lately we've been post- posting a lot of Xbox stuff. And, you know, I, I think it kind of stood out less when PlayStation was doing super awesome and, and all the news was about PlayStation, but lately a lot of the news has been about Xbox, and so it, it kind of stood out a little more as, you know, hey, wait a second, this kind of doesn't fit here, you know, PlayStation website. So I don't blame PlayStation Universe at all. I love PlayStation Universe. I still work with PlayStation Universe. Um, so don't be mad at PSU. This is something that's completely normal. We are adapting. We are we're going to tell you how we're adapting in just a moment. But um, shout out to PlayStation Universe. Thank you for all the time you have given us. And thank you for the amazing audience that we've been able to address. And uh, audience, thank you for sticking with us for all this time. Um, so this is, in fact, the final episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Uh, that's right. RDGH is no more after this episode. But, but, the show must go on. Um, We are going forward as an independent podcast. Um, We will still work with PSU when we get the chance, but um, we are now no longer affiliated with PSU. We are completely independent. We have new branding. We have a new name. And we are moving forward. We've already changed our Twitter. If you are following us on Twitter at the RDGH. There is nothing you need to do. We didn't get a new account. We just changed the name. Um, so are you ready to hear what our new name is? Well, uh, well I, <laughs> I'm sitting here as if I expect you to respond. Um, but it's an audio podcast that's recorded and not live. So let me just tell you what it is. We want to know. We want to know. We want to know. The new name of the uh, Racial Diversity Gaming Hour, it, um, it's now for gamers only. Um Number four, letter G, letter O, 4GO. Um, so now we are four gamers only. Same message. We are not about, you know, we are, one console is amazing. This console is better than that console. No, we're about the games, the way a gamer should be. And we love gaming. We love gamers. And so this podcast is for gamers only. Um, our new Twitter, at 4G only. Um, I told Gary and Ben that that makes us sound like we're part of AT&T. 
but yes, our new Twitter is 4G only. Um, so if you like 4G, you know where to find us. Um, so hit us up on Twitter at 4G only, and we will be continuing going forward. Um, we still have some stuff to settle. Uh, we have to settle into our new digs, get our new uh, website running. We're, we're trying to sort out the new Podbean. Thank you to Ben Shillabir Hall here, who has so generously oh. agreed to fund our Podbean account. Yep, no problem at all, mate. And um, it's thanks. It's quite frankly, it's thanks to him that we're able to continue forward at all. So many thanks to Ben. Um, and we will be making a new episode of not RDGH but 4GO next week. Um, it will publish on Monday, as far as I know. Uh, we haven't really talked about if the recording, or excuse me, if the publishing time should change. So. Um, Tune in next Monday to 4GO. We're going to get our Podbean set up. Once it's set up, look for us on iTunes um, and a bunch of other places. We're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on SoundCloud. We're going to be on N4G. So follow us on Twitter and stay tuned. I think that they'll let us uh, post another art article on PSU telling us where we're going to be, or excuse me, telling everyone where we're going to be. So um, stay tuned to PSU.com and to our Twitter at 4G only. And you will find us on the web. Uh, so, guys, we're no longer the most racially diverse gaming crew on the internet. That's that's sad. I'm sad. You're sad? I'm sad, day. <laughs> well, but I will live on. Are we are we gonna are we still gonna do the whole name thing? Like are you still KGB Gary or are, I will do we always wanna... be KGB Gary. You will always be KGB Gary. Okay. Um, and I just have random names. <laughs> just have random names. Okay, you'll have to tell me what they are before we record every week. Um, <laughs> well, I just defamed the fact that Dane had given me like four or five names, didn't he, at one point? Yeah, and then I gave you a name. Yeah. <laughs> so, who knows? With the new podcast. Yeah, new podcast, new place, new everything. Yeah. Okay, so we actually have a lot of tweets. And I may not read all of them just because there's a lot, a lot, a lot that we have missed uh, with our absence over the past couple of weeks. Um, so we're going to pick and choose here if you'll give me just one moment. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember what tweets we did last time. I actually didn't take notes uh, the way I did in previous episodes just because this episode is kind of special. Um, so let's see. Playing the Wolf Among Us. Ah, here we go. Okay, so last episode, I think I was talking about how PlayStation has been kind of quiet uh, compared to Xbox One, and, well, I mean, it's paid off. NPD results for November are in. We're going to get to those a little bit later. At least I think they're in. Are, am I right? Are they yes, in? they are in. All right, good. I thought I had them. Like I said, I didn't take notes, so forgive me. I'm going to be a little disorganized this episode. Um... So that's paid off, but um, the spark here says, to win the holiday season, you need lots of TV ads and a great price point. Most buying don't follow the gaming community. So basically he's saying that the, in, on the internet, a lot of gamers don't really follow all the internet drama that goes around. Lucky for them, in, in my opinion. And so um, PlayStation's silence on the internet might not really have too much of an effect. That's what they're saying. Um, NPD might disagree. Anyway, um, the Fonz goes on and he tells us he loves Telltale games so much that he wastes no time 
to purchase Tales of the Borderlands. He says he can't wait until all episodes are out. Congratulations, sir. He continues, if you're a fan of Borderlands, you will love Tales from the Borderlands. Same Borderland feel mixed with Telltale Flavors epic game. So, from the Fonz, Telltale's, um, tell, Telltale Games is... I can't speak. Telltale Games, Tales from the Borderland. It's like a tongue twister, I swear. Um, is, a, is a great game. He wants you to check that out. Glenn, I agree, Fonz. It's amazing. Yes. Have you guys played that? Yeah, I've got it on my... Yeah, I've got it. What's... I, I don't buy games from Gearbox anymore. Oh, it's no? Not, it's done by Telltale. Yeah, but it's from a Gearbox. <laughs> what What did Gearbox do to you? Uh, Aliens, Colonial Marines is what they did to me. Aliens what? Colonial Marines. Oh. But they had dancing aliens. Dance aliens. Every time, Gary! <laughs> It wouldn't be RGGH without Gary's phone ringing. No, of course not. It's like one of the guests. Of course not. I wonder <laughs> it'll be funny if, as soon as we transition to 4GO next week, we're just going to have... just It just never happens again. Like, that was like an, an only an RDGH thing. Like, sometime next year, we're going to do, like, an RDGH throwback, and Gary's phone is going to ring just that one time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, How, how's the phone guest doing today? It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I understand that. Oh, there it goes again. There it goes again. Okay, let's let him continue. Um, Glenn Mendoza at Mashimato, he says, the reason why Xbox is going hard for November um, is exclusives. He says, Scream Ride for the first four months of 2015. Sony has exclusives from December to April. And that's true. Xbox really does need to go all out for the holidays because there aren't... There isn't... Goodness, I don't think there's a single Xbox exclusive coming out for the first half of 2015. Is that correct? Not that I can think of. When does when does Quantum Break come out? Like, I know there's Ori and the Blind Forest and Quantum Break. Um, think, isn't Quantum Break end of the year? Is it end of the year? I don't know. What about but... Phoenix something or other? What was it called? Phoenix? I'm so bad at this. I, I can't really think of any, really, to be honest. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Xbox does have games coming in 2015. And, um... You just you might have to wait for them. Yeah, I mean, they have... Let's see what they have here. Xbox is very proud of them. They have them listed right here. They have five. They say that the best... And I quote, the best games of 2015 will live on Xbox One. And they list Halo 5, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Quantum Break, Evolve, Fable Legends, and Ori and the Blind Forest. Evolve's not exclusive. That's that has me scratching my head. Evolves on PS4, so I don't know why they're. I don't know. Well, it's it's got first four DLC. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean that's not okay. Well, I guess the best games of 2015 will also live on PS4. So we'll yeah. see how <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But anyway, um, yeah, Xbox really has to go all out for the holidays because they've they've got a bit of a dry spell as far as exclusives are concerned. Now there are still multiple platform games. Um, but as far as exclusive, it's a little dry. Uh, anything else? Anything you're, you're thinking there, Ben? Not really, but I, Sony's had pretty a, much a dry spell recently, to be honest, mm -hmm. as well. Over the holiday. Well, it wasn't as much of a dry spell. It's just that it wasn't a very good spell, you know, because we had yeah. Drive Club, right? Yeah, Drive and, Club. And dri Drive Club, by the way, looks absolutely fantastic right now. Oh, it does. Have you, have you seen it since the weather update? Oh, my goodness. It's gorgeous. Like, have you, some of the screen, like, go to Drive Club's Facebook right now and look at the screenshots 
that people have sent in. They are absolutely stunning. I don't. I can't even tell you. I uh, haven't seen anything like that from a video game before, especially a console game. Um, but and it, it runs smoother, I find as well. It looks so good. Absolutely, the the penalties, like the cornering penalty, they're a lot less aggressive with that. Um, yeah. It feels a lot better, and people are taking notice. Um, it's it's a head turner of a game. But at the time when they launched, it wasn't so much. It was a, a disaster, and so that wasn't good. You had Little Big Planet three, which came out, and I mean, Media Molecule did not make that game. Another company did, and so it, it hasn't been as good as people had hoped. Um, I th I still think it's it looks good. I mean, I, I haven't played it yet, but the comments that I've seen are like, oh, you know, this isn't as good as I expected. And so, Sony has had games. It's just they haven't had any stellar releases that are exclusive in a little bit. Yeah, um, but, I agree. But Xbox doesn't have anything exclusive coming out for the first half of next year. Unlike PlayStation, which has quite a lot. Yeah, well, PlayStation. that's why they did that. They didn't want to have the that cut the, the competition of this holiday, so they moved everything to early 2015. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, and it's working. I mean, they've got... There you go, Gary. Um, <laughs> it's working. They've got Bloodborne. They've got The Order. Um, they've got what else? Um, I'm sure there's. Uh, <laughs> ah, my there, brain's not working. There are there are definitely more. I I listed them in the <laughs> past, but my brain's not working either. I'm so disorganized right now. Like I couldn't even remember the Xbox games. I had to go to Xbox.com and look. Um, Phoenix Dust. That was the name of that other game. That's uh, it. Uh, at least I think I'm so. Not, no, I'm Phantom not. Dust? Phoenix Dust. Oh, no, I think it's Phantom Dust. I'm Phantom sure. Dust! That's it. See, I'm... So bad. Uh, <laughs> so, um, thank you, Glenn. Uh, also, he says... Uh, he's tweeting to us, but he's also tweeting to Konami and PS Nation on Twitter. He says, take Dragon Age Inquisition, rename it... Um, excuse me, copy and remake it and call it Suikoden. There were so many things that Suikoden was ahead of. Um, so he basically says that Suikoden was better, I suppose. And, and he says, or, or either better or, or similar. Um, I, I don't know. Have you played Suikoden? I haven't heard of it. No. no? It's been re-released on the PlayStation Store. One and two. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, is Gary back? Are you back, Gary? I am, but I don't know if this phone is going to go off again. <laughs> it's like a bomb. You never know. It's the same person calling for absolutely... They call, and then they hang up. They call, and then they hang up. Mm. I think it's you... my aunt, too. I don't know what the hell she's doing. I think I'm it's the KGB. Go grab her phone and throw it on the ground. So... <laughs> throw it on the ground. Okay, let's move forward. This tweet is from Spark, at the Spark underscore, and he uh, he's talking about Ubisoft. Now... Watch Dogs was a phenomenal game at E3 2012, I believe it was. Was it 12 or 13? No, it was 12, because it was before the consoles were uh, came out. Um, so E3 2012, Watch Dogs was stellar. I was so looking forward to that game, but when it finally launched, um, <laughs> it was the first bit of evidence that Ubisoft does not know what it's doing in 2014. Um, and so... <laughs> Fast forward now, AC Unity is out. It released in a very poor state. Um, and Ubisoft has continued to make interesting decisions. Uh, the, the, the season pass was cancelled for AC Unity. I don't know, I don't remember why. I, I didn't, 
uh, I, it would help if I clicked this link that Spark provided us with. He's basically saying um, the season's pass is canceled, the DLC season pass. However, the, the cost of the pass will be refunded to those who bought the game, um, not necessarily by giving them money or giving them credit on their accounts, but they will receive a free Ubisoft game and the, Ubi um, the Assassin's Creed Unity DLC, The Dead Kings. Um, so you don't get your season pass, but you get a free Ubisoft game, which is worth more than the season pass, frankly, um, and the Dead Kings. Um, now, this free game includes The Crew, which is Ubisoft's new racer that, that just released not too long ago. And so this was a pretty good deal for the gamers. Um, the season's pass has been completely removed from PSN and Xbox Live. Um, Ubisoft has... Oh goodness, has not has been taking a beating from from gamers lately. Um, so here's what the Spark says. He, all he says is Ubisoft cancels AC Unity season pass and refunds the money. Blimey, are you from Australia? I haven't heard blimey in, in, in a while, but I'm from the states. So if you are from Australia, that's cool. I love your accent even without hearing it. Um, so guys, what do you make of what do you make of this? What, what what's Ubisoft doing? Um, a lot of people don't understand this, but if you read the uh, frequently asked questions, uh, you'll still get a lot of the content that we're going to be in the season pass anyway, like the China DLC. You, if you bought the season pass, you'll still get that. Uh, and you get the free game. Okay, so those who have the season pass, they don't yeah. lose the benefits of the season pass. It's just that um, Ubisoft isn't selling anymore. Of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but they I don't know when they're giving out the games because I bought the season pass when I bought uni mm -hmm. and I still haven't got the chance to pick my free game yet you should definitely call them because yeah. <laughs> that that doesn't sound right to me no. because this was a while back Remember, you'll be able to pick games. it when all those games are down to like $15 yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> because all it says is information on how you'll be able to get your games is coming soon well, it needs to come sooner. And technically, they're not free. You still paid $30 for it. Well, actually, I kind of got the season pass for free. Of course you did. You're Ben Sterling. <laughs> That's uh, what you they, do. They were doing a give competition at my local game store at midnight for Assassin's Creed Uni. Oh. And they gave away one season pass. That's... Uh, and I, I was kind of the only person to turn up for Assassin's Creed Uni, so... <laughs> very hard to lose a raffle when you're the only ticket owner <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad the only the, the sole survivor the sole attendee um uh, <laughs> you win <Yeah>. surprise <laughs> oh, congrats on that good wow. grief um wow <laughs> So that that's how you win a raffle, ladies and gentlemen. Just be the only one there. Uh, just tell just tell everyone to leave. So, well, let me ask you this: um, the the sales going? It's not. It's going away. It'll, it'll be gone by the time this is published. But um, there was a sale today on Amazon. Assassin's Creed Unity was fifty percent off on Amazon, and there was also a digital bundle for the Xbox One where you can get both. Um, Unity and Black Flag for $32 and change. So um, so I went ahead and picked up a copy for the Xbox One. What I want to know is, if for those like me who are picking this game up for the first time, is it still broken? Is it still, is it still in that buggy state that it was in when it launched? No, it's a lot better than it used to be. Okay. Is it, does it still have a lot of problems? 
I haven't played it for a while, but from what I can tell, they fixed a lot of the problems. So probably there'll probably be a few problems, yeah, but nothing like it was. Guys, keep your eyes open over the holidays because since Black Friday and over the holidays, you can expect all sorts of sales. It's not even funny. Like I, wow. I mean, over Thanksgiving break, I got Titanfall. Um, I got Titanfall, the season pass for Titanfall, and three DLC packs for twelve dollars. Actually, I paid $10 because, uh, like, a, a month or so ago, Microsoft randomly sent me a $2 code. So, uh, <laughs> I spent $10 and got everything that's ever released for Titanfall. So, that I mean, you, you're good. there are going to be some great deals over the holidays, um, especially with these two companies that are so similar to each other right now. The, the, X, the excuse me, consoles that are so similar to each other, the PS4 and the Xbox One. The competition's kind of stiff, and so they're throwing deals at you. So gamers, you know, get your shovels out and just shovel them all in. Just eat it all up. You're, you're not going to get too many. Hey, Glenn, I just wanted to say um, Ubisoft announced today that they uh, delayed the upcoming patch that's supposed to come out. For uh, Unity? Yes, today. Okay. Be because the patch is having issues. Okay. Uh, well, at least they caught it before launch. Like, it, yeah. it, the worst thing they could do is release the patch with more bugs. You know, oh. like, if they catch it in, in before launch, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know about you guys, but if they catch it before launch and they're like, hey, we got to fix this, we're going to have to delay it, hey, I can, t I can take that. I don't know. What do you guys think? I personally think they're wasting more money patching the game than they would have delaying, delaying the game. Mm-hmm. To this time. Yeah, I agree. But if you don't know, patches cost a lot. I think they're like $20,000 a piece. Yeah, well, I thought that, um, I, I know that's how it was for PS3 and Xbox uh, 360, but I thought for the PS4 and Xbox One, the fee was either reduced significantly or done away with. I have. I think there's still a fee. I don't know if it went away or not. Okay. Or if it's been reduced. But even, even then, like, it's just... Too, mu too much, man. It's too many patches for things that should have been fixed before the game came out. Hmm. I, I'm just I, that's my. I'm just really tired of, of games coming out like this. I really am. <laughs> well, I maybe, mean, these are new. Maybe, sorry, oh, carry on. Go, go for I was going to say, maybe Ubisoft is trying to get a buy two, get one free on patches. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> um... Anyway, guys, I'm, I'm going to have to skip some of these tweets. I, there, there's a lot to talk about. But uh, um, here's, a, here's a quick one. Glenn Mendoza asks, did you guys see the Jurassic World and Star Wars trailers? I didn't. Uh, ben? I saw the Star Wars one, but I didn't see the Jurassic World. And Gary? I saw them both. Sweet. Real quick, what do you think? Uh, Star Wars one looked pretty interesting. Uh, the Jurassic World one looks okay to me because... They're not going with a real dinosaur as the big main dinosaur this time. Uh, it's some genetically modified one, which kind of just pisses me off. And Ben, what do you think? I thought it pretty damn awesome. Sweet. So. Sounds good. Okay, moving forward. Sorry, Glenn. Um, let's see. This one's for you, Ben, from Fonz. Due to Black Friday, he got Ultimate Storm. Uh, to Ultimate Storm Revolution for PS3. Wanted to know if Ben is playing it. Uh, I need to. I uh, shall play it. Sometime, if you want to, I've got it. It's a good game. I reviewed it. In fact, I still got the collector's edition on a box, I think, somewhere. Mm -hmm. It is an amazing game. Uh, good choice. He also says Uncharted 4 is crazy. I know there are good games out for PS4, but for me, with Uncharted, we will see what the PS4 can really do. 
Um, he also says he's going for a second Wolf Among Us Platinum. Decided to do PS3 first since he knows it's going to lag. Um, one of the things that we missed... I'm sorry, I'm going to... One, one sec, Glenn. Can I just say something quickly about Fonz? Um, the new Neutro game comes out next year, but make sure you caught up with the manga because it looks like it will go to the end of the actual series, the new game. So it'll actually go up to when Naruto ends because the manga has ended completely now. Wait a second, Naruto ends? Holy yeah, it's already crap. ended. It ended last month. I never thought that would happen. Yeah, that, but that, he's going to do a small little manga next year of a spin-off that's going to last about a month or so, he said. But the actual main manga has ended. All right. Hey, if DBZ can end, so can Naruto. <laughs> well, 10-4. Yeah. All right. Um, the PlayStation experience was one of the events that we missed, and we got a lot of new information. Um, Glenn Mendoza says, the uh, reading the comments and tweets after the Game Award and PS experience is getting annoying coming from the Xbox One Defense Force. Um, well, you know, quite frankly, I'm not paying too much attention to the fanboy world. You know, I mean, don't forget, we're, we're, we're 4GO now. We're 4 gamers only. So, and, you know, I don't consider fanboys to be gamers, quite frankly, just because their attention's more on the systems than the games. And that's the whole point of being a gamer, is to, is to play the games. So, um, you know, yeah, Xbox One had a very strong holiday season. You are going to go out there and you're going to see a lot of people who are like, yeah, Xbox is the best now. You know, Xbox is going to kick PS4 out of the, you know, whatever. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, Xbox is going to have a weak first half of 2015, and PlayStation's going to have a, a decent half to first half of 2015. So, I mean, it, it's going to be a back and forth. It's not going to be, there's not going to be one clear winner for a little while, except for the fact that PS4 is uh, selling, outselling on a worldwide basis. Um, but as far as just current performance, there's not. It's going to be back and forth for a long time, and so <laughs> you're going to see you're going to see quite a bit of the uh, both Xbox One and PS4 defense forces. Uh, I suppose that's what they're called now. Um, out in the gamerverse, I can't believe I just said gamerverse. Um, <laughs> uh, what did you? Uh, any thoughts, guys? Um. Not really, to be honest. You pretty much covered it. Um, yeah, I agree. Microsoft's had a strong end of the year because of how it is. And to be honest, I, I did the same thing. I ignored the defense forces. I, I don't, even, how, don't even get that defense force. Uh, I guess it's just, you know, when people criticize yeah. the console, you know, there are people who defend yeah. it, and I guess that's the defense force. Whatever. To the Batcave! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't read very many comments anymore. Oh, lucky. Yeah, I, I, I've learned to just not scroll down enough anymore because it's just stupid. Mm -hmm. All it is is a, like, it's like 85 to 90% just stupid, hateful comments, and the rest are like decent, smart, intelligent comments. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid, hateful out there. Especially one the where it's like all in like text talk, and you can't even understand what the message is. So I'm just like, they're so late. And then there are the ones that are. That go on and on about numbers, and, and like you, you, people, there are people who don't have any clue, you know, about things like resolution and, and frame rate, and they'll just assume, hey, a higher number is better. And you know, there's they're different for different things. So like, I, I feel like a lot of people just kind of go on about things without really knowing what they're about. And and the thing about it is, 
you can, you're free to like whatever you like. You know, you're free to like PlayStation over Xbox. You're free to like Xbox over PlayStation. But there are people that are calling for the other company to die. You know, and for one, that will significantly hurt the industry. That'll hurt you. That'll come back on you if that happens. And that's just that's just not right. You know. That's just not good. There's just too much of it. There's just way too much of that. And, and people just being nasty to, to each other over consoles, over systems. Not even over the games. Over the devices that play the games. They, they both do about the same thing. So, I, I don't know. It's just the internet. It's just humans. Um, Damn us humans. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, I'm going to have to cut this here. Um, if your tweet was not read and you really want it to be read... Uh, email me at glenn.gordon at psu.com or just tweet it again and we'll get to it next week. Uh, but uh, this, uh, this time we really have to go forward. Um, good grief. What have we missed besides the experience, the PlayStation experience? Um, or was it just the PlayStation experience? I think that was the biggest news <laughs> that, <was laughs> that the biggest we missed, news. yeah. And the Game Awards, of course. Well, let's Which I'm somewhat happy with, not very. Well, let's talk about those first. So, so what were you happiest with in the game awards? Uh, the game of the year going to Dragon Age. Yeah, that I, that one's your baby. You you reviewed that one for PSU, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> and so I was happy. Uh, my biggest disappointment was the the best musical score, or whatever that award was, went to Destiny, and th I was really furious with that with that announcement, because I think Child of Light deserved it more than any of those games. Hmm. And, yeah. Personally, I don't think Destiny should have won anything at those awards. Maybe multiplayer, but that's pretty much it. I don't know. I mean, Destiny has a pretty darn good musical soundtrack. Yeah, but you haven't I heard agree. Child of Light. I mean, I mean, I this, the sounds are iconic now. I mean, it's like... Duh, 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 duh. Like, I mean... The, the sounds in there, the music in there kind of communicates with you in a way. When you hear certain music, you understand where you are. You understand, um, you know, when your challenge is over. I mean, it, it's a really good soundtrack. I must admit, the new Raid music is just amazing. Mm -hmm. It's ah, oh, It was just, ah. Oh, it was last night. I felt like something for a movie. It just felt amazing. Right. Now, I've never felt so pumped other, in my life. Now, now, now Gary, with that said, I, I haven't played Child of Light, so I don't have something to compare it to. But what yeah. I'm, all I'm saying is it's a really good soundtrack. Yeah, but all in all, they gave some, some good awards. Uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, got Best Narrative, which was amazing. I was very happy about that. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't played that game, that game literally brought me to tears towards the end of it. Mm. I love when games do that. Oh yeah, because like there's like no talking. It's just you watching how it all transpires, and it's amazing. You know what game did that to me? What game? Infamous Two, on PS3. Really? Yeah. Do you remember that ending? I didn't cry in that ending, but yes, I remember it. No, I didn't. I don't remember if I cried, but I was. It was really like gut wrenching kind of thing. Yeah. Um, my cat bit me. But yeah, I, I was happy for Nintendo to win as many awards as they won. Um, best racing game, best fighting game. They won best developer as well. Mm -hmm. Kudos to that. I think they deserve that. And then they showed off Zelda, which looked amazing. So. Yep. yep. So, so let me ask you this. Is there anything that you were really, really unhappy with besides Destiny? 
I, I <laughs> um, the presentation didn't seem to be about the awards. It was more about reviewing games mm-hmm. than anything. Like they took like maybe five minutes to to present a award, and then they spent like the next fifteen minutes showing uh, world premieres and having musical concerts. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there are so many poli- I don't even. I think these awards are total BS sometimes. Yeah, so much have, po- well, let me tell you so something. Awards to give out, and then half of them they just gave out without it ever presenting them or anything. Oh, by the way, you won this and this award. Here you guys go. Leonardo DiCaprio should have won an Emmy this past <laughs> award show. He He's really should. Been- he seriously should have. His performance was better than the guy who won. He's never going to win it because he spoke out against the, the Academy. Well, exactly. Like it's politics. It is, so he's never going to win it. It's pol- It's complete politics. Like it's. It's not about who's the best. It's not about who really did a good job. It's about who these people like. You know, yeah. like the guy who won. I think the only reason he won is because his movie was like about AIDS or something like that, and so it looks good for the Academy to, to recognize <laughs> that. And it's like, you know, come on. It's this guy. This is a, the awards mean something. You know, they might not mean something to the people giving the awards, but they mean the world to the people accepting the awards. You know, that that can make or break your career right there. And um, I mean, DiCaprio is lucky enough to be uh, one of the better actors who hasn't won an, an Emmy. But it's like, come on, give the guy a, his 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 performance was a lot better. No, yeah, H- him and Johnny Depp will never win an Academy Award. That's so dumb because they both spoken out against him. Well, now I'm speaking up against them, so I guess I'm not going to win one either. <laughs> Screw you and your stupid politics, Academy Awards. Um, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That just reminds me of Eurogame. Yeah, well, not Euro, um, Eurovision in the UK. That's just like a singing contest. And UK will never, ever, 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 ever win a Eurovision contest. Well, I thought you were about to say get back together. No. Um... Uh, because every time uh, everyone who votes for you, you can't vote for your own country. You have to vote for a different country. Mm. Every year, people always vote for the country that's next to them. <laughs> so they'll vote for whoever's the closest to them. Uh, but the UK, because there's no country close to us, we rarely ever get like more than two points because... The closest we get is Ireland sometimes fighting for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> politics. Damn you. I can't stand politics. It's so... It's it's a child's game. I hate... I don't... You know, I live in America. I'm not registered to vote. I don't vote. Because wow. politics is ridiculous. But um, I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it at all. Um, well, let's move forward here. Um, Michael Pactor said some stuff. Um... And so let's move forward again. Um, Devil May Cry Definitive Edition has been announced today, in fact, for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, sorry for skipping over Michael Pactor. It's just every time this guy opens his mouth, like people just get a bit of a buzz and it just fades away. So, um, but Anytime he opens his mouth, I just think whatever he says, I think of the opposite. It normally much. works. Well, he said... Well, actually, what he said was kind of reasonable. So let's let's talk about it real quick. Okay. I don't want to give the guy too much time here. <laughs> PS, basically, he says PS4's plan will be peaking next year, and he bets Microsoft won't have as many games as PS4 in 2015. Um, 
And that is kind of reasonable because of the aforementioned dry spell that Xbox has in the beginning. I don't know how much of a plan it is for PS4, I'm sure. I mean, it works out for them. I'm not sure how much of it they, they planned that way. But um, it, it is reasonable to expect that the PS4 will probably have some more, some more games than uh, Microsoft will in 2015. Because, I, mean, I mean, it's not just the beginning of 2015 that's good for PS4. Later on, Persona, 4, uh, Persona 5 is coming out. Uncharted 4 is coming out. You know, they've got more games coming out throughout the year. So um, that's probably kind of reasonable. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, God, if it says that, that means Microsoft must have loads of games to announce soon. <laughs> That's absolutely possible, too. I mean, I, I think this is the most predictable statement anybody could possibly make. Yeah, it's, it's not like a prediction. Yeah, if, if you look at the lineup, Sony has all these indie games that are going to be coming out, so obviously they're going to have more games. But like, I, I, it's just a horrible, horrible comment to make. I'm sorry. Like, he, he I, I don't know about this guy. I'm just, I'm really tired of hearing him saying all these things that are so predictable to say. Like, anybody can look at, you know, the news that, that's come out throughout the month, and they can make a prediction that's exactly the same. Yeah, his predictions are not exactly groundbreaking. <laughs> no, they're not even predictions. They're just like, they're like a summary of news that came out. Well, and sometimes he does make actual predictions, I'm not going to say that those predictions are right or, or correct, but... I, they're wrong. They're wrong. Most, a lot of the time, they're kind of wrong. But the, this is kind of a safe bet. So, like, just based on... I mean, even before we addressed this, we were talking about this in the beginning of the, of the, of the show, you know, how PS4 is going to have a strong year next year um, compared to Microsoft, which has a bit of a dry spell. And it's like, you know, it, it doesn't take a genius to come up with this. So, we'll see. Um, actually, there's someone on N4G whose name is Webby, Ben, who, who said, and I quote, Microsoft has games next year. This guy is a clown. Whatever he says, just think the opposite. So, Way. He's right, right there with you. Um, <laughs> he's got a thing. It's like, you know, Pactor said something. Oh, just go with the opposite. Um, Michael Pactor. Anyway, um, today there was the announcement for Devil May Cry Definitive Edition. Um, it will be arriving in March 2015 for Xbox One and PlayStation 4, and it will run in full HD with 60 frames per second. Um, what's up, guys? Devil May Cry. That's the. That's probably one of the very few, the, one of the franchises on PS3 that I wanted to play but never got around to, and I am intrigued. Um, by the Devil May Cry Definitive Edition, March 17, 2015, it says. So there is an actual launch date, March 17, 2015. Um, it's going to include all of the DLC um, and everything with it. So, so guys, what do you think? Also, um, don't forget that... Uh, sorry, Gary. No, also, I was don't about forget, to say exactly what you were going to say. Yeah, don't forget that Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition is being remade also. Oh, you're right. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Um, some sometime in the summer, 2015, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I'm more excited for the Devil May Cry 4 remaster than the actual newer one. But either way, day one probably. Day one. I'm I'm excited for this. Um, I thought this reboot of Devil May Cry is the best Devil May Cry ever made. My personal opinion. A lot of people will disagree with me. That's fine. Um. 
like I just everything they did was so great in that game. I don't like everybody I've talked to have said like they played the demo or they got the free version of PS the PS Plus version for free on the PS3 when it was available. And they said they they like the game. It's a good game, but they would refuse to buy it simply because it's not the old Dante, which just pisses me off. Like, yeah, that's kind of retarded, isn't it? <laughs> like, you refuse to buy a game just because you don't like what the what the character looks like, and I absolutely hate that. I really do. It's like let me throw away this entire experience because I don't like that a character changed. Yeah, you had no problem buying Metal Gear Solid Two. When you didn't play a snake, you played as Raiden. But this, you have a, such a major problem with. And then well, people start of... saying like his attitude and that in the new Devil May Cry is crappy. You know, he he's so cocky in this one. I'm like, did you play Devil May Cry three? <laughs> like, did you play that game? If you think this new one is cocky, like, I just, I I, I really got tired of the typical silvered-haired, perfectly lined-up hair anime-style character that Dante was personally. They changed that, and people want that character back. He's a typical anime character, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, with PS4, hopefully with um, with future Devil May Cry sh- uh, games, should there be any, I mean, the, the technology's there to make his hair not so stagnant. So, To be honest, by the way, Gary, your thing about Metal Gear Solid 2 is a little bit different, because... Although it was a character change, they didn't. Act, yeah, they didn't turn Snake into Raiden, did they? It was a completely separate character, so mm. you know, I, I I must be. I've I bought the new one. I'm not a huge fan of the new Dante, but I bought it anyway. Um, I would prefer the old Dante back if I had the choice, but I'm not going to not buy the new game if it has new Dante or Dante. Oh, what, I can't remember what his nickname was at one point. <laughs> Dino, I think it was. Uh, oh, that's it. Yeah, Dino, Dante, name only. Right, right. But I, I'd still buy, the, even if you have the new Dante, just because the game, it's not about the character itself, it's about the action. And the action was still really good. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, something else... Um... <laughs> Gary actually stepped away for a moment, so I'll, I'll save this for him when he comes back because he brought it up. So uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about something from Gary in just a little bit. Um, so look for Devil May Cry starting March 17, I believe it was next year. Um, it feels weird saying next year. That's just in a few weeks here, isn't it? I know it's, it's scary, really. Hmm. It is really scary. Feels like just last week it was January 1st. I'm gonna be 28 next month. Oh. oh man, I'll be twenty. How old am I? I'll be twenty-five next in, in April. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Um. <laughs> by the way, for for Devil May Cry, there is a trailer out on YouTube, so go check that out. Um. I'm, tr- think I'm I'm a bit annoyed at the pricing, though. The fact that it's going to be forty dollars each. That's kind of expensive, really. You know, it would be nice if they just waited and given them, yeah, the bundle with both of them. Oh, oh, okay. For both of the the yeah. uh, the four and the definitive edition. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that could have okay. worked. Okay, that I, sound I, means Gary's back. I, I'm okay with the price, Ben. Uh, for a re-release of a game, it's the same price all the re-releases have been. Mm-hmm. Forty dollars. Yeah. But a lot Plus of re-releases the had. Content. They're adding new modes. 
they're bumping it up to 1080p, uh, true 1080p, 60 frames a second. If you look at all the stuff they're adding, it's easily worth that price. Mm -hmm. That's true. And note, by the way, by the way, uh, it shouldn't be a surprise because this is like PS3 games, but um, there is no difference between the resolution in the Xbox One and the PS4. So far, that has been announced. They've just said 1080p and 60 frames per second. There shouldn't be. At this point, if you're moving a game from the last gen to the new gen, and you can't get both systems equally, then you you have serious problems on your end, personally. I have, I believe Bethesda would have problems. <laughs> Bethesda always has problems. I don't like Bethesda. I don't like them. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, you're back, Gary, so let's talk about this. Uh, Street Fighter V has been announced to be exclusive to the PlayStation 4. Um... Which is interesting. I, I thought I actually thought it was um, I thought it was a PS4 exclusive in the beginning. Anyway, am I wrong? Uh, yeah, you're wrong. They never announced yeah. it as exclusive. No, not not Street Fighter Five, but previous Street Fighters. Uh, oh, really? no, Street Fighter Four came out on on Xbox 360. Yeah. The yeah. updates, I think, the latest update was only on PS4. That's a, see that's or PS3. Sorry. That's a shame, because, you know, that's an existing franchise, and I hate when existing franchises just shift to one console only, because that means there's an audience of people who are used to being able to play the game that suddenly can't because they don't have that console, and that sucks. Uh, to be honest, none of us would have got the, this game anyway if Sony hadn't funded it, because mm -hmm. Capcom said the fact that they didn't think they'd have enough money beforehand, you know, they, the Ono, he he was having talks with Capcom about it before, and chances are we might not. It'd be like um, chances are going to be like um, Bayonetta, where we might not have seen this game if Sony hadn't stepped in. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of things oh. that they plan to do that they can't do on the Xbox that they can on PlayStation. Mm, such as what? Do you remember? Uh, I know there's one thing of cross-platform play between PC and PlayStation owners. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. you'll be able to. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that that really is unusual. Because uh, it's against Microsoft's policies to allow it. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense in a way because they're, I mean, the, the different types of controllers, the different types of input, um, can create yeah. disadvantages. So I, in a way, I think that makes sense, Microsoft's policy. Um, but for a game like Street Fighter, I mean, Street Fighter, it's not like you're in a first-person shooter. So, I mean, there aren't very many disadvantages that can be created by using different input. So, um, goodness, I mean, yeah, for this kind of game, I mean, cross-platform play would work very well. I agree. I, I think mean, it's a great move on them. Well, a fighting game is probably the only game, uh, in my opinion, that you can do cross-platform play with PC. Mm -hmm. Well, outside of an MMO, I would say, um, simply because of what you just said, the frames per second... Uh, especially when it comes to first-person shooters. I don't know about you guys, but I play better on my mouse and keyboard when I'm playing an FPS. My response time is so much better than it is on the controller. And if you're playing an FPS against you know, people on the PC, against people on console, the PC guys will just destroy them, in my opinion. So Absolutely. Well, I mean, just, just the fact that you're using an analog stick to control where you're looking, I mean that's far less efficient. You can't be very precise with that. Like, you, even if you have to turn and look at something specific, you usually have to adjust a little bit before you fire. So, I mean, PC controls are just generally more precise, so pitting the two against each other doesn't make sense. 
So I, I can yep. definitely see where Microsoft's policy is a good policy. But for a game like this, where it's, you know, it's not, it doesn't require unique precision, it's just, you know, I mean, a, a policy like that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense for a game like Street Fighter. Yeah. So, I'm, I, I mean, I'm sorry, Xbox guys. I mean, that's that does suck, I must admit. But I, I think it's the, the announcement in itself is really interesting to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand Sony's helping them make it, so it's pretty much going to be only exclusive because Sony's co-developing the game. There's nothing you can really do to change that now. Right. But just like Microsoft I, with Sunset Overdrive. Yes. Well, I don't know if they helped develop it. I know well, they, they helped. They didn't help develop it. They published it. I'm sorry. Yeah, but this Sony is actually helping them develop it, so mm-hmm. their mark is already on it. That's not going to change anything. Um, the 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 interesting thing to me about this game, though, is I can see why it's exclusive only to to PlayStation. Like, even if it wasn't Sony helping them develop, if it was just Capcom, I can see why. It's, it would be only on, on a Sony console, because fighting games aren't really that popular on the Xbox, even here. Like, a lot of them just don't sell as well compared to the PlayStation when it comes to fighting games. They never have. Um, a lot of the reason was because the D-pad on the Xbox controller was so horrible, people just couldn't play with it. That was a terrible D-pad. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Like that, that Xbox 360 D-pad, I don't know who was on what when it was designed. <laughs> It's a terrible yeah. yeah, so people had to buy like a whole fighting stick just so they can play a fighting game, mm-hmm. and that would cost them an extra hundred dollars sometimes. Um, but but the announcement is interesting because I I don't think Capcom financially is in a state to do an exclusive title uh, to one console. Um, I think it's a it's bad money wise for them. Uh, but I can see why it is simply because they will probably sell more units just on the one system. Well, I, I won't say they, they will sell more units, but it, it, it'll be more cost-efficient for them to develop for one system than to split the development between two. Plus, it, it helps that Sony coughed up some money to fund the thing. Yes, but I'm just talking about if Sony had nothing to do with it. Right. Like, if it was just a Capcom decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. But then again, a lot of people are angry about this. I understand that. It's a third-party exclusive title. But... You know, Microsoft got Dead Rising 3 exclusively. It's true. You know, so in a, in a way, it kind of balances itself out. I mean, I Capcom's given Nintendo Monster Hunter as their exclusive title. You know, so they're, they're kind of just picking and choosing what games they want to release on what system at this point. Yeah. I remember back with Rise of the Tomb Raider, which was announced to be um, at least temporarily Xbox exclusive. Um, I said something along the lines, oh, oh no, it was when someone wrote us a letter. Someone wrote us a letter saying, um, you know, you told Xbox One people not to complain about Destiny getting an exclusive PS4 DLC, yet you complain, you, but yet you said, you know, uh, yet you're complaining about something like Rise of the Tomb Raider being exclusive to Xbox One, and I said something like, well, Rise of the Tomb Raider is not coming to PS4 at all, whereas Destiny's on Xbox One, it's just not getting some DLC. This is the same thing, I mean... Goodness, Street Fighter Five is not going to be on Xbox One at all, and it doesn't sound like it's a timed deal. It sounds like that's just what it is. And yeah, they've pretty much confirmed that's that's what it is. And and that sucks. I I, I hate I hate when that happens because that it does suck. I I think it's a terrible move. Like I said, especially financially for for Capcom. Um, 
but I can see now that Sony is helping them make it, why they it, they they win with that. Yeah. Obviously, that, that's a that's a good business move. It's just not that great for the consumers. Yeah, and, and it's really sad when Capcom says, like in my opinion, Street Fighter is their biggest franchise. Mm-hmm. And when they say they don't know if they'll be able to fund a new Street Fighter, that tells me they are financially in dire straits. <laughs> so they needed Sony's help. They got it, and let's just hope that this game is worth the money. You know, but but in some ways, don't worry, Xbox owners, because give it six months, and I'm sure Super Street Fighter Five Ultra Turbo HD <laughs> Arcade Edition will come to the Xbox One. I wouldn't necessarily say that, Ben, because Sony's mark is on the development team now, and if they're developing it, then chances are it's not going to go over. Right. I, I don't know. I'm going to say it will. I, something tells me it will. It's going to go against the grain. Yeah, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to say, also, if you guys didn't know, Microsoft did announce that they are publishing Rise of the Tomb Raider for that yeah. Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Right. So there Which it is, guys. It sounds less timed exclusive, more exclusive now, really. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Square Enix came out and said afterwards that it, it, it will eventually. Well, they didn't say it will come out to other consoles, but they pretty much reaffirmed that it yeah. will. That's good. Okay. So, guys, I, I'm really happy that we came back on an NPD week. It's It's my favorite kind of podcast to do just because there's so much to talk about um and i love seeing where everything stands and things stand a little differently than we're used to um for the past 10 months or so playstation has been sitting on its throne of um dominating worldwide excuse me dominating sales in the united states uh, this time things are a little bit different let's take a look at what's been going on um overall retail sales are down 11 percent since last year um, overall, hardware sales are also down 23% um, since last year. And overall, retail software sales are down 2% uh, from last year. Um, this, by the way, is for November. And when it says that, November, um, the PS4 and Xbox One came out during November of last year. Um, so I guess, in a way, it's kind of surprising that hardware sales are down that much. But don't forget that a lot of people don't buy consoles right off the bat. Um, since then, I mean, goodness, in November there were like one, maybe two million, no, one million or so, just about one million in November last year. And since then, PS4 has gone to 10 million, Xbox has shipped 10 million, and so the numbers have grown exponentially since then. Um, let's take a look at, uh, oh, one more thing, overall retail software sales are also down 2% uh, since last year. Also, by a quick thing. The difference between the PS4 and the Xbox One was about 7,000 units. Oh, right, 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 yeah. So just barely squeaked by. Um, I'm, I think I misread this. When I'm saying hardware sales are down, they're, they're lower this year than they were last year. So last year, the new consoles came out and everyone was buying stuff. So um, that's why the, the numbers are, are so different. Goodness, 23% for hardware sales. Like, 23% more people bought hardware last year for new consoles than this year. That's a lot of people. A lot of people bought new hardware. Um, Let's take a look at software. Just a reminder here, these... um, We've got a top 10 here, basically. And then there's a list of consoles. And the consoles are listed from highest selling, uh, the, the, the console that the game sold the most on, to the platform that it sold the least on. Okay? So, let's take a look here. First... 
let me... <laughs> uh, we're going to have this for a while. Okay, so in the number one spot, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. <laughs> for 360, then Xbox One, then PS4, then PS3, and then PC. Uh, number two, Grand Theft Auto V. For PS4, then Xbox One, then 360, then PS3. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and then 3DS. Madden NFL 15 for 360, Xbox One, PS4, and PS3. Pokemon Alpha Sapphire <laughs> for the 3DS. No competition there. Far Cry 4 in the number 6 spot for PS4, then Xbox One, then 360, PS3, and then PC. Pokemon Omega Ruby in number 7 uh, for 3DS. NBA 2K15 for PS4, 360, Xbox One, PS3, and then PC. Assassin's Creed Unity for PS4, then, and, uh, then Xbox One, excuse me, and then PC. Finally, Halo, the Master Chief Collection for the Xbox One. For me, it's surprising that Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby uh, took number 5 and number 7, and Far Cry 4 is in the middle. Usually, I, I would have expected those two to be 5 and 6, or, or at least 6 and 7, to, like together. But uh, a, a significant, uh, apparently significant um, number of gamers chose Sapphire over Ruby. So that's interesting. Uh, anything um, catch your ears in those guys? Yeah, there's no Dragon Age. I know. Yeah, there's no Dragon Age. Which mm, makes me just disgusted and people. That is sad because so far, I, I mean, I have Halo of the Master Chief Collection. I've been playing it. And Dragon Age is definitely better than Halo of the Master Chief Collection. It's uh, absolutely, and I know it's two different types of games, but it's more worth your money. You've got like hundreds of hours, and, and you could argue that there are different game types in the Halo Master Chief Collection, and so you could spend hundreds of hours in them. But Dragon Age was designed with hundreds of hours. Like you can, there's there's high replayability. There's it's an RPG that that's hard to do with games like this. So I think Dragon Age deserved to be on this list as well. But I'm not surprised I agree. that it didn't. I, I'm not surprised that it didn't get on, just because of the, 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 the how big the rest of these games are. Yeah. Um, anything else catch your eye there? Nope. I just wish Pokemon Alpha Ruby was the higher one. It's the higher one? Why? What, what's what's well, I mean, Mega Ruby. There's nothing different. It's just that's the one I bought. You like red? <laughs> Blue's, Blue's my bought. favorite color, so I'm happy. I, I was going to get Sapphire just because it's blue. Um, uh, I'm surprised Madden is still on there, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised it's on there for the 360. I thought, at, I mean, at least it would have gotten the Xbox One first. Well, speaking of that, look at Call of Duty. It's sold on 360 over anything else. Absolutely. Shows that people are still playing the, the last-gen consoles. Absolutely. Um, interestingly enough, none of those are for PS3. Um, but as far as online gaming, Xbox 360 was always stronger than the PS3 anyway, so it's not surprising. To tell you the truth, I am surprised Grand Theft Auto V is at number two. Uh, why? Where do you believe it should be? Uh, I, I would have expected, expected it to crack the, the top ten, but I would not expect it to be number two. I would, I would have said at least four or five, quite honestly. So let me ask you something. Dragon Age Inquisition deserves to be on this list. We've established that. Yes. Where would you put it, and what would you take out to to uh, replace it? Well, well, I think the last podcast we we did, we all agreed Dragon Age would probably be the one that gets shafted this holiday season. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I would have removed Assassin's Creed Unity and put Dragon Age in its spot. You would have put it at number nine, or would you put it at a different position? 
I would have put it. I I I would have put it uh, probably around a seven. A seven. Yes. So instead of Pokemon Omega Ruby, no. So you'd bump Pokemon Omega Ruby down, and get um get rid of Assassin's Creed and put Dragon Age at seven. Yes. Yeah, I, I could agree with that. I could agree with. That. Well, I don't know about Pokemon. Pokemon well, like, could be better. Or worse, seeing but. Assassin's Creed Unity on there kind of balls, especially when it comes to like how many people. You know, attacked that game when it came out. The the news that came out, how how broken it was, how glitchy it was, and yet it still cracked the top ten. Just blows my mind. That's because it's not everyone that buys the games looks online. You know what I mean? Yeah, if they're playing the game. They should see how broken it is. You think they'd go and return it? Yeah, but it, I don't think NPDs count returns. So even if they did return it, as long as the game has been purchased, that is what matters. Right. And don't forget that there are bundles. Um, there are bundles with the Xbox One with Assassin's Creed Unity, and bundles are not counted in, in NPD's figures. Yeah. So this is probably Assassin's Creed Unity is probably somewhere higher up on this list if you count the bundles. And it's probably, I mean, Assassin's Creed Unity, it sold better for PS4 and then Xbox One. With the bundles included, Xbox One might just be first and then PS4. Yeah. Well, there's quite a few PS4 bundles though as well, for, especially in the UK. For Unity. For Unity, yeah, we I know for for Black Friday, I'm sure one of the bundles was Assassin's Creed Unity and Black Flag. Gary, I haven't seen any. Um, I haven't seen any PS4 bundles with Unity, have you? Uh, no, it was not bundled this time. In the US, the bundles that Sony released uh, in the US at least was the Grand Theft Auto V and The Last of Us Remastered bundle. And the Lego Batman three and the Little Big Planet three bundles. So it's interesting how it's so different. Like I mean, in the U.S. they were doing that same thing, the Black Flag and Unity in the bundle. They were doing that for yeah. Xbox. So it's interesting. Over there, it's for PlayStation. Um, oh no, we had the Xbox One as well. Oh, you had the well. Xbox One as well. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So let's move forward. Uh, some notes here from NPD Smash. Brothers for Wii U got 710,000 sales. That includes both retail and digital sales. Um, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire together sold 1.5 million units with both uh, retail and digital. Um, and finally, Smash Brothers for 3DS uh, sold 1.5 million for retail and digital. Interesting how the 3DS is outselling the Wii U, but there are definitely many more 3DS consoles out there than Wii U consoles. Um, that's There is good news for the Wii U, however. Overall, Wii U software is up 90%, and overall 3DS software is up 40% since last year. So the Wii U is finally starting to hit its stride, um, of course, with the assistance of good software, because who'd have thunk that you need good software to sell good hardware? <laughs> oh my god. It, it is nice to see that... Out of the ten games on that list, three of them are Nintendo. That games. is that is extremely good to see. I, I'm so glad that they're they're still hanging in there. They will um, always hang in there. I still think they suck at selling the Wii U. They still they they still haven't gone back and said, "Hey, this is the Wii U. Buy it." Like I, I don't hear much about the Wii U from them as far as advertising goes. Yeah, and I can't even imagine the numbers they'll do once Zelda comes out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So so they're hitting their stride. They're finally getting some games on the system and. You know, hopefully Ubisoft will take back what they said and get some games on there, too. Um, as long as they learn what they're doing. I don't know what's with Ubisoft this year. Um, hardware. 
here's the big kicker for November, and this is something that I think we kind of expected. We were talking about this on previous podcasts, weren't we? Um, yes. Xbox One has defeated the streak, to use a WWE term. Uh, it's beaten the streak. Um, the PlayStation streak of 10 months of top sales in the United States is over. Xbox One has been the best-selling console for November. No surprise there. PlayStation has been silent going into the PlayStation experience, which is good. I think that is a good move for PlayStation because if that just definitely um, <laughs> that just definitely creates more prestige, that creates more excitement, that makes people more excited for the console and the things coming to the console. So I think that is a good move for PlayStation. However, that does mean giving November to um, the Xbox One. And I mean, I say giving lightly because let's face it, Xbox has kind of earned it. I mean, they've, they've sold well, they've dropped the price um, for the holidays. You can tell they've been working hard to earn the, to, uh, to earn the numbers for November, and they got it. Um, so congratulations to Microsoft and the folks at the Xbox One. I bought an Xbox One. Um, so, I mean, I am definitely uh, happy for them, and I hope that both consoles continue to grow. And I hope the Wii U continues to grow as well. It sold some good stuff too. 220,000 units, uh, a 10% increase. Um, excuse me. 220,000 units last time, last year. Um, a 10% increase makes it about 242,000 units for November. Fantastic. Fantastic. Good job, Wii U. Some notes here before we go to our own comments. Um, November set a new record for sales of Xbox One. And Xbox One was the best-selling console in the U.S. and the U.K. Uh, November, uh, excuse me, November. Uh, MPB does not cover U.K., um, but it was the best-selling console in the U.K. as well. Um, cumulative, uh, that's from Microsoft, by the way. Cumulative PS4 and Xbox One sales are now almost 80% higher than the combined total of PS3 and Xbox 360 sales after 13 months. So the consoles, the 8th generation consoles are doing 80% better than the seventh generation consoles did at this time in their lifespan. That's amazing. That shows that this console generation is, is, is definitely alive. The console market is definitely alive. Um, November was also a strong month for Nintendo as the console side. Um, as I mentioned, increase in sales for Wii U hardware and software by more than 10% and 90% respectively over the same period in 2013. Uh, the only thing that Nintendo did not explicitly note as going up between their overall software and hardware was the 3DS hardware. Uh, the 3DS has been kind of the same, um, um, or, or lower. Uh, sales of Amiibo, those little action figures that interact with your Wii U, they're approximately equal to sales of Super Smash Bros. for Wii U so far, while Link, Mario, and Pikachu, in that order, have been the best-selling Amiibo figures to date. That is an amazing number to think about. Smash Bros. sold 710,000 units. Meaning about 710,000 Amiibo are currently in the wild. Amazing. That is amazing. That's $20, $12 a piece. Honestly, I didn't think the Amiibo would catch on that well. I, I knew they were going to catch on just for collectors. Mm -hmm. People will buy those just to collect them. Which at this point you should since Nintendo is discontinuing half of them. So yeah. good luck finding those. I'm actually um, trying to get my friend to sell me his Wii U. If he does, I might get some Amiibo. Hell yeah. It's amazing. Well, as Gary said, if there's ones you like, make sure you get them before they're gone. Which ones yeah. are they discontinuing? They discontinued Marth, uh, the Villager, and the Wii Fit Trainer. Mm. Uh, those are discontinued. They're already going for over $100 on Amazon. Good night. No thank you. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, and I guess uh, the retail exclusive ones, uh, I think uh, one of them is going to be uh, Meta Knight is going to Best Buy exclusively. Um, one of the Pokemon characters is going exclusively to Toys R Us. And um, Rosalie is going exclusively to Target. And uh, they're already sold out. Rosalie is already sold out. They're not getting any more shipments of it. And GameStop said that they're only going to take enough uh, units for Shulk, because uh, he's ex exclusive to GameStop, for pre-orders. They're not going to have any back stock of him at all. Mm -hmm. So get your Amiibos while they're here. <laughs> Before they're it's ridiculous, because Nintendo of Europe said they're going to make sure they keep stock of all of them. But here in North America, they're like, oh, we'll just do this. And Nintendo said it costs too much for the shelf space. That's why they're discontinuing the, the least-selling ones. Mm. Which I think is ridiculous, in my opinion. Right. Um, let's move forward here. Um, there's there's some quotes. This one from um, Microsoft PR. Um, I'm just going to skim through this. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, basically, they're saying they're committed to making Xbox the best place to play, year's best games, best everything. You know, general PR stuff that we've been hearing since um, November, or excuse me, since last year. Um, he says, we're amazed by the excitement Xbox fans have shown to start off this holiday. November set a new record for sales of Xbox One. Um, Xbox One was best-selling console in the U.S. and U.K., blah, blah, blah. Um, incredible, with Xbox One fans buying more games in November in the U.S. than any other Gen 8 platform and enjoying over 357 million hours of gameplay globally. In fact, more fans logged into Xbox Live across Xbox One and Xbox 360 and enjoyed more entertainment than any other month in the history of Xbox. We hope to, uh, we love to see the excitement from our fans and are grateful for their passion, support, and contributions to the Xbox community. That's from Mike, uh, Mike Nichols, the corporate vice president of Xbox Marketing. Um, now, Xbox has released these random statistics, you know. They released a zombie game at one point and they're like, oh, X zombies killed, and it's like, who cares? But uh, 357 million hours of gameplay around the world. That's fantastic. And, and to hear that, um, you know, that's a milestone for them that more people logged into Xbox Live uh, between 1 and 360 than any other month in the history of Xbox. That's fantastic. Um, I'm not sure what they imply. I'm not sure if there's a hidden meaning behind, quote, and enjoyed more entertainment. Like, I mean, does that mean they weren't playing games? Like, is this is this counting the people who just buy it to use as a media center or, or what? But uh, anyway, still more people on Xbox Live than ever. That's fantastic for Xbox. Um, any Anything to say on that, guys? Uh, I, I agree with you. It is fantastic for them. I'm happy, you know, they're, they're finally in their stride. Um, my only question, and it's a question that I propose, um, at what cost... Did it take them to do it though? Oh, um, absolutely. They cut the price. You know, they got rid of the the connect, which dropped a hundred dollars off the thing, and then they dropped the price by another fifty dollars. They gave out like four free games. They dropped the price of a lot of their games almost by fifty percent for the holiday season. Um, they bundled so many games together for you know. Um, to, to me, at what cost did it take them to win? One month. Who knows what's going to happen in December? You know. Well, the it, thing about the, the, might change. the thing about Microsoft is that they're a, a pretty wealthy company. Yes, and that's and so, that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, 
I don't think, personally, in my opinion, I don't think they made a single dollar on any of these consoles sold. Probably not. And the thing is, they can afford to take these hits, but exactly what I would ask is, is this sustainable? Like, they're, they're getting, they're getting a, a bit of a hurrah here, which is great, but can they sustain this momentum going forward? With the fact that there are few Xbox exclusives in, 20, in, in the beginning of 2015, that kind of hurts, you know? It feels like, here's, here's a big wave from Microsoft, and now I feel like that wave might peter back going into 2015, just because there's nothing exclusive. There's going to be more reasons to buy a PlayStation 4 in early 2015 than there will be to buy an Xbox One, unless they continue to take these hits. And whenever you're taking hits, you know, that's not usually something that's very sustainable. You know, you can't usually do that for too long. So what I want to know is, what is Microsoft's plan going forward to keep as much of that momentum that they've gathered here in the holidays as they can? And, and, and that's the thing. In my opinion, what got them through November, and this is just my opinion, price drop, the fact that it was $50 less than the PS4, mm -hmm. uh, you got up to three, sometimes four games for free, depending on where you are. Yeah. If you're in Europe, you got four games for free. Pick and choose which ones. And um, the better exclusives this holiday. Mm -hmm. uh, that's arguable, obviously, but in my sure. opinion, we're the better exclusives. Sure. Um, those, from, from, those are the top three things, in order, in my opinion. If I don't think if Microsoft dropped the price by $50, then I don't think they would have beaten the PS4 this month. No. People latched onto it because... They said, oh, it's only going to be available through December. After that, it's going back up. Right. So it's kind of like what you did with Unity. You know, oh, it's 50% off. I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah, that, I, I wouldn't have bought it at $60. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of where the mentality was. That or people were already planning to buy the, the Xbox One this holiday season because they bought a PS4 last holiday season. Right. And they now have enough money to buy two, two consoles. So... Um, I, I, I don't think it's sustainable at all. They, there's absolutely no way they can keep going like this. Uh, one month, maybe two months, you're fine. Uh, but I think uh, the big heads at corporate Microsoft will start seeing the, uh, the losses and they'll be like, nope, not happening. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, if they, can, can, if they had a way to continue this going forward, yeah, it would absolutely be worth it. Because then that's, they could look at that as an investment. They can say, hey, we spent all this money. And in return, we have more people who love Xbox. And, and you know, you could probably say that they did that anyway because more people bought the Xbox. But going forward, uh, you know, is it really worth it? Because now less people are going to buy the Xbox and you're going to be back where you started, you know? And if, and if they could sustain it, that price drop would have been permanent. It wouldn't have been a two-month price drop. Right. Right. So, so we'll see. Uh, ben, you've been pretty quiet. Anything? No, not really. I, I agree. If the, I don't know how long, how well they're going to do in the future. Hmm. Hopefully, it's just a stepping stone to greatness. Right. But I agree. I don't know how much money they've lost. They probably lost a ridiculous amount of money, especially with some of the sales in Europe. Especially the UK had some really good. I was if I had the money, I would have bought one on Black Friday. They can't have lost more than Amazon did. Do you know how <laughs> much Amazon lost how much? in just the last quarter? Something like $470 million in the last quarter. Not year, quarter. Wow. Unbelievable. But yeah, the Xbox was like, I think it was £299 with four games. Right. And a £5 voucher. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And there was somewhere it's like, hey, buy an Xbox and yeah. get a free game, so you get another game. Yeah, and <laughs> you could also the first few people to trade in their PS4 got, I think they got for got nearly two hundred quid off mm-hmm. their Xbox, which meant their Xbox was ninety nine pounds. Good grief, man! Yeah, that that would mean they would have to pay the publisher like Ubisoft. Well, Ubisoft bundled Assassin's Creed Rogue and Unity on one system, right? That was the bundle. Yeah, they would have had to pay them one hundred twenty dollars extra just to get those two games bundled with that system. Technically, chances are it'd be a lot cheaper than that. Chances are Microsoft yeah, but I'm just saying twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm just saying they would have to pay the publisher a certain amount of money to get those yeah. games with that bundle. So, okay. yeah. there's I don't think they made a single dollar profit on on this holiday season. I'd be surprised if they did. Probably not. Yeah, but hey, I mean, we'll see how it pans out. I I just hope Microsoft has a plan going forward. Uh, it would be a shame to lose all that momentum. Yeah, but uh, but here we go. Um, Sony had something else to say. They they don't want you to forget them. Um, they said we're thrilled with the incredible momentum seen at retail heading into the holiday shopping season. PS4 is the cumulative leader in hardware sales and was number one on the Amazon Video Games bestseller list on Black Friday. On the network side, November was the biggest month ever in PlayStation Store history, with a nearly 50% increase in unique visitors compared to last year. We couldn't have done any of this without the support of our fans. The immediate success of PlayStation experience and celebration of the 20th anniversary demonstrates tremendous dedication to the PlayStation platform. We are humbled by the loyalty of our fans and look forward to amazing them in 2015. Um, Which brings something else up. The 20th anniversary um, (laughs) edition of the PlayStation 4. This console is beautiful. Um, uh, PlayStation is, in fact, 20 years old right now. And... To celebrate, they, uh, Sony released a special edition of the PlayStation 4. Um, it's gray. It features the old colored PlayStation logo. It, it's basically like a PS4 dressed up like a PS1. And it's fantastic. It looks beautiful. Um, it has a similarly designed PlayStation camera, uh, a gray PlayStation controller. And you know how the touchpad has the PlayStation symbols on it? It has the PlayStation symbols and also has 20 on it. So it's, it's, it's really great. Here's the problem that I'm having with that. There are only 12,300 of these consoles. 12,300 of these consoles. And, you know, I, I guess Sony was thinking, hey, that will be... You know, that'll make it prestigious. Everyone will want to buy one. Yeah, that's true. But you know who's going to buy one? Scalpers. Scalpers are going to buy these consoles, and then they are going to sell them on eBay for like $20,000. As a matter of fact, oops, that already happened. Someone has already sold a 20th anniversary PS4 for something like $20,000 on eBay. You know, I could buy a car. And it's like, you know... People can't enjoy these consoles if you're. There are so many people who love the 20th anniversary thing. There are so many people who would buy it, who would pay whatever price for it. But you know, now they can't because these scalpers are going to take it and hold it way above their heads, and so to the point where, to the point where it's impossible for them to get it. And you know, it's like, is that really Sony's intention? Is that truly what's what what Sony wants for people not to be able to enjoy their consoles because they're too expensive? Because when you limit them like that, you don't control the price. The scalpers do, 
And even if you really want the console, even if you really want the console to play it, if you can make 20 grand off of it, are you going to keep it? You're probably going to sell it and buy yourself a car. That's what I would do. So yeah. it's so it's like, I, I don't understand place... I, no, I do. I, I kind of understand what they were hoping to get from this. But I don't understand why they didn't take into consideration the response that would come from gamers from this, because... No one's going to buy a severely limited thing like this and just hang on to it. People are going to try to scalp it. That's the int- I, I don't get it. But anyway, what, what do you guys think of all of this? Um, I agree 100% with what you said, and that's my biggest problem with that is because it's in limited quantities. I mean, if you're going to announce something, announce it for everybody to enjoy it. You knew exactly what was going to happen the moment you announced that there's only going to be 12,000 available for them. You know, if you didn't, then you're not very good at your job, in my opinion. Um, I think it's ridiculous. Like, if you're going to release it, just release it to everybody. I don't understand why Sony, Microsoft, or even Nintendo always have to have just one colored system for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just, just release it to the public. Just let everybody have it. Why is the white Xbox One only available in that stupid bundle? Why can't I just go out and buy one? You know, just just why PS4? Why do I have to buy the Destiny bundle to have that white PS4? Well, because they want it. They want it. They want the special console to sell the game, basically. That's fine. Let it do that for the first year or six months or something, and then just release it for everybody to enjoy it. Well, I mean, we're still not clear that that won't happen. Destiny hasn't been out that long. Yeah, but even in the past, if you look at all the PS3s and PS2s that came out. PS2 had a lot of variation in colors that never came out of Japan. All we got was black. That was it. Have fun with that. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to me, if you're going to do this, release it to everybody. Don't put it in limited quantities. Hell, if you're not going to do the... Con- at least let people buy the controller. Oh that my goodness, that would be awesome. great. Just release the controller for everybody to have that controller. You know what I would have done? Is this the month? Is this the actual month that the PS1 came out in November? Or, de- yeah. excuse me, December. You know what I would have done? I would have just said, hey, this console is freely available, but only for this month. And here's the thing. That creates a natural scramble because stock's going to be so difficult to keep up with. You know, people, are, the, the things are going to buy off the shelves. That creates the natural prestige. But that also gives more people a chance at freaking getting the thing. So just make as many as you can, ship them to stores, and just keep the stock up for about a month and then kill the stock. That's it. You know? Agreed. Well, I mean, that, the moment you put a, pri- a number on something, this is you know this is what's going to happen. And, and here's the thing. There is a contest that I think they announced either today or yesterday where um, the reward is the chance to buy the PlayStation <laughs> the, yeah. the 20th. Here's the thing that, can, that kind of surprised me. When you win the contest, you don't get a limited edition PlayStation 4. You get the chance to buy a limited edition PlayStation 4. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's not a prize. You don't get the prize. You get to spend money on the prize. So in order to get one, you don't, you don't only have to give them $400. You have to go through all these hoops just to be able to give them $400. And you know what I want to say is I wish I lived in London. I really do. I really wished I lived in London. Trying to avoid that commute? No, well, no. Uh, <laughs> they sold the PS4 Limited Edition for the first 100 people to go to the store 
for nineteen pound and ninety four p. I don't even what. So I the bet first hundred people there was a line. I, I don't even know. Yeah. And then the next five hundred people could purchase it for full price. Mm-hmm. But if it, that's why just London, I you know, it's nice selling it, but for those people that live quite far away, it's about three three hour journey from mm. where I live to London on a train. Well, I mean, to tell the truth, I don't think it's that bad because, quite frankly, if you're going to buy the thing for um, for twenty bucks. Basically, I'm, I'm saying for well, 20 pounds, sorry. Yeah. Um, if you're going to buy the thing for 20 pounds, I mean, think of how much you're saving. You can easily right. buy a tank of gas and spend three hours on the train or, or, or whatever you need to do. I mean, you're, you're, you're not losing much by doing that, is what I'm saying. But they only announced it a couple of days before the actual sale, when right. they did announce where it's going to be sold. So no time to plan. Yeah, so no, no actual time to plan, and you don't know where at, which store in London it's going to be sold. Mm-hmm. So by the time you add all your train costs, whatever taxi costs of trying to find the place, you're looking out of a lot of money. I know you can sell it, but that's only if you get there right. in the first 100. And chances are, if you're traveling that far away, you're not going to be there in the first 100 people. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And I wouldn't sell it anyway. I'd yeah. keep it. My, my whole opinion on these collectors consoles, games, collector's edition games, it doesn't matter. If you can't make it available to as many people as possible, then don't make it available to anyone. Mm. If, if you're going to... In my opinion, if they're going to release this console, release just one, people can go bid on it and send the profits to charity. Here, you know what's interesting? That's it. You know what I wonder? These are Say one of these things breaks... I mean, I know they're super shiny and nice, but they're still PlayStation 4s. And I'm not saying that that makes them more likely to break, but I'm saying they're still hardware that people are going to use. So, say one of them needs support. Say one of them needs a new part. Say, say one of them just needs some sort of service. How do they plan to do that going forward if there are only 12,300 of them? Like, do they have a plan? I'm sh- I hope they have a plan for that. Chances are, if it breaks, you just get a black one. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or they'll it for you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I don't even like I just don't understand what they're thinking by putting this in the middle. Like I love the I love the console. But you this know, limit just kills it. Exactly. This entire time I have thought of while we've been talking about this, I've actually thought of a something they can do mm. to 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 sort out this whole problem. And I think I've solved it using my mind and the thinky thoughts that come out of my brain. <laughs> what did you do? Um, just take rid of the number. Sell it 12300 as it is, and then have the console being sold separately, but without the unique number on it. Hmm. So you got your 12000 collector's edition, yeah, because those are unique. And then you have the normal edition, which anyone else can buy, which just doesn't have that plate. Well, see, there needs to be a bigger difference than that, because people will be upset if they bought if they spent four hundred dollars or twenty thousand dollars on a su- supposedly severely limited object. Well, it would be I, limited. I think Ben's idea, because that 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 makes them feel crappy about spending all that money. They bought it just to scalp it, and now they're going to suffer for it. Well, no, it would still be severely limited because people would want that. I, I miss. I wish. 
find the money, I would love to have a numbered version over a normal version. Collectors would rather have the number over, you know, a normal build. Yeah, a normal version. The mm. number will still mean something because some That's people will true. still want that. Yeah, for the actual collectors that will want it, will want that. Um, so have the normal version, yeah, just be slightly, you know, not as shiny or, you know, just, you know, just wear the number at the back. Right. I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like money, you know, like you have a date that a, a, a money was printed on. You know, it's all worth $5, for example, but if my $5 was released in 1972, it's worth a lot more than $5 now mm-hmm. because yeah. it has that number on it. And I think that's what they should do with this. They should just release the PS1, the same thing, but without a number. Right. Well, whatever they do, I mean... Uh, At least release the controller, man. Yeah, or please release the controller. Please release the controller. <laughs> Let me buy the controller. Yeah. Um, the problem is, though, if you bought the controller, would you want to use it? Yes. I'll buy two. Really? I'll yes. keep one boxed up and... I'll be looking at it going, I want to use you, but I don't want to make you dirty. That's the thing. Like, the controller is going to have trouble, too, because, I mean, <laughs> my my original PS4 controller, the black one, the, the <laughs> rubber on the thumbsticks tore. Yeah, I had to trade mine, two of mine in because of the same issue. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's that's trouble. So it's a console to not play. It's a console to keep in your box and say you have it. No thanks. Pretty much. <laughs> Me, I think I'd just rather have a car. And you know, yeah. that's that's the thing. I mean, they've killed interest by limiting it this way. Like, they, they posted that contest today, and all the comments that I saw were like, who cares, you know? I, there's no way, there's no chance that I can get this console. You know, who cares? I don't care anymore. It's not that big a deal. So, I mean, in a way, they've shot themselves in the foot with that because now people are just not interested. Shame. Yeah, they've apologized for it. Who? Sony. Someone said earlier that Sony, uh, one of the Sony executives, or I don't know about executives, but a Sony employee mentioned being unhappy about the limit as well. The women and he was actually, I think his word, he said he was disgusted by people selling it on eBay for those prices. Well, what do you freaking expect? Exactly, that's what I said. If you can predict this, then you suck at your job. Are you serious? Are they seriously surprised? They shouldn't be. Sony is supposedly surprised, yeah. Why? I could have told them from, I told the, the second I heard that the thing was limited. I went to PSU's chat and I said, you know who's going to buy this? Scalpers. I, like, I, I'm not an executive. I don't study statistics. I am just not stupid. I don't know. Oh, you know all what you said, but Glenn? I remember exactly. You said somebody will buy it just so they can destroy it on YouTube for a million hits. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. And these people are surprised. I don't know. Like I feel like the rant's building up in me. Like I feel the rant starting to come. No, out. no ranting. Like I, like I don't oh, know why but that that ticks me off. That <laughs> really ticks me milk. off. It's like how do how do you not see something like that coming? How do you how do you put such a limit on something and then be surprised when people sell it? It's a rare item. Of course they're gonna sell it. I'm surpri- I'm I don't know. <laughs> Sony, why? What are you thinking? <laughs> oh my goodness like I said either give it to everybody or don't give it to anybody or do my option of Sony. giving it to everyone but at the same time giving it to limited listen to, listen to me I have been a Playstation gamer for years for, for like for 
I, I've been with, I've played on my friend's PS1. First console I bought for myself was a PS2. I bought a PS3. I bought a PS4 on launch day. I bought a PSP. I sold it. I got a PS Vita. I, <laughs> Sony, listen to me, from a longtime fan, if you were seriously surprised by this, you are far dumber than I ever expected. That's all I've got to say. I am blown away. I am literally blown away by the fact that they're surprised. Yeah, I agree. There's absolutely no way you can be surprised at this. If you are, find a new job, because you're not good at the one you're doing. I just thought it was just a bad decision. I didn't think that they had no freaking clue. Yeah. I didn't know Michael Patcher worked for Sony. Guys, <laughs> 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 anyway, we need to wrap this up. Oh my goodness, Michael Patcher. <laughs> oh, we've got to wrap this up, guys. Oh my goodness, we've missed a couple of weeks. It, it really killed me to miss those weeks because we had done so well with never missing a week of RDGH. But um, and then when when I got the memo that we're not allowed on PSU anymore, it was really sudden, you know. And so there wasn't really time to plan and sort all this stuff out so that we didn't miss an episode. So we ended up missing three weeks. It's the first weeks that we've ever missed as RDGH. Um, so we apologize for that. We apologize for being so being away so much and for not having the answers that you guys needed. Um, but the answers are here now, and we hope. Uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard because we're not going to be on PSU anymore. You're going to have to search for us. Um, the pod, the account is not set up just yet. So you're not going to find it now, but you'll be able to go to iTunes and subscribe to us. Uh, we'll be card four, uh, four gamers only, uh, 4GO, number 4GO. Um, and you'll be able to find us on iTunes or and subscribe to us. We're going to try to get on Stitcher. So we're basically going to try to get to all the outlets we possibly can. Um, but until then, follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you haven't follow us, followed us on Twitter yet, please, please, please do, because that's the only way we're going to be able to really communicate with you guys easily and, and tell you what's going on. Um, although we'll probably also post an article on PSU with this information. Um, so be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our new Twitter handle is number four, G only. Number four, letter G-O-N-L-Y. So follow us on Twitter at 4 G only. Um, no, we are not a cell phone company, and um, we will be back next week, not with another episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour, but with the first ever episode of Four Gamers Only. Um, Gary, how can people contact you? People can contact me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, or you can contact me on my PSU email at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com. And Ben. Uh, you can contact me at Chili underscore UK on Twitter, Ben.ChiliBearHall at PSU.com, Chili on PSU, and Chili on NeoGaff. And uh, you can... Oh, was that it? I was going to say, if you are also a member of PSU, remember to keep an eye on my competition. Uh, sorry about this, just a little off topic. Um, it's We're on day 15. I've given away the prize every day this month and there's still 10 days left so so head to psu.com what is it you call it zodmus right yeah zodmus so it's zodmus and if you would like a prize from chili head to psu.com yep. visit the forums and zodmus is there 
Um, if you would like to contact me, you certainly may. I am on Twitter at goglen underscore, at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore. Or you can reach me by email at glenn.gordon at psu.com. Once again, the Twitter handle for our podcast is at 4G only, at number 4G-O-N-L-Y. And let's not forget our intro and outro. This week it's from OC Remix, and we use the same song for both In and Out. It's a remix from Kingdom Hearts, a medley of Simple and Clean and Dearly Beloved. Uh, the remix was done by Tetrimino, and both songs were originally composed by Yoko Shimomura and my favorite, Hikaru Utara. Uh, the song is amazing. It's brand new to OC Remix, so head straight to ocremix.org and download it and many other great video game remixes in full for free. I almost said for three. Um, that's O-C-R-E-M-I-X dot O-R-G, not dot com. Um, guys, thank you for sticking around for episode 44 of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour, the final episode. Oh my goodness, this feels like we're letting go of a legacy, a 44-week-old legacy. Um, but that's okay. All good things must come to an end. And this is a new beginning for us. We will continue forward. Um, with either episode 45 or episode 1 of um, 4GO. I'm not really sure what yet, uh, which one yet. We'll, we'll discuss that in just a bit. Um, guys, but thanks for sticking with us all this time. We hope that you will stick with us in the future as well. And guys, for the last time, uh, until then, we wish you a great week, great gaming, and don't be a racist. Can you guys say that too? Can you? Can we all just say "Don't be a racist"? Because I feel like you guys haven't gotten to say that. Sure. Don't sure. be a racist. Don't be a racist. Don't be a racist. I got believe in Gary. <laughs> 4GO next week, guys. Stay tuned. For Gary only. <laughs>